welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. Hey, what's up? What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to share this episode with you all, and this episode was inspired by two very, very impactful conversations that I had over the past couple days and really over the past week. And these, these conversations were so deeply linked, even though they're two very separate situations, <laughs> but they truly changed everything. And they just make me feel so happy to be doing what I'm doing and so grateful to be doing what I'm doing. So this episode is all about owning who you are and owning your brand everywhere that you go. And for me, if you are just new to following me, if you're just new to listening to this uh, this whole podcast, welcome. We love having you here. But brand for me is not just something that you show up and you're like, oh, this is my font or this is what I wear and that's my brand or this is like what I sound like and that's my brand or this is how I write and that's my brand. Brand is just a full expression of who you are on the inside. And I always say it's a vibrant expression of your soul, of who you are. I don't believe that your brand is something separate than yourself. And when you get into this place of thinking that or feeling like maybe you can't even live up to your brand, maybe your brand is something that you chose or decided on when you felt oh, this is going to be the next level version of me, or this is going to be me in the future or something like that. And it starts to become this energy of always needing to live up to this future version of you instead of just stepping in and owning who you are right now in this moment. And when you're in that space of trying to live up to your brand in a way, your brand stops being authentic and you start feeling like an imposter. It starts feeling like a disconnect from who you are and it starts feeling like you have to continuously prove yourself. So when you're in that energy, it can be really hard to express yourself in everyday life. So this can really look like you might feel like a hotshot. Maybe you go up, you speak on stage or you go and you do a workshop or something like that and you feel like you're on fire and you're finally getting to where you really desire to go and you spent and you spent like the whole time just really sharing your soul and then the minute you get off stage and you go and you talk to people you feel like you almost either have to live up to what their expectation of you is or you feel like you have to somehow really puff out your chest or be a bigger deal than you are or something weird like that. Right. And it's so funny because it's that energy of trying to live up to your own expectations of yourself. And I hear this all the time of people trying to go forth and have the bigger car or do the keeping up with the Joneses thing or have the bigger following or try to be, um, more visible than that coach or trying to have 
more followers on Instagram than this other person or that feeling of comparison or that feeling like you have to live up to an expectation. And so this is why it's really, really important to me to be as unfiltered as physically possible with you guys, because I got really sick and tired of playing that game. And I'm going to be really honest. I got really sick and tired of trying to hit the next level goal and the next level this and the next level this and waiting for the following or waiting for the people who saw me speak on stage or waiting for the people who came to my workshop or waiting for the money to validate me as worthy. And it didn't start out like that. I always say you don't lose yourself or you don't lose the sense of self right away. You can hear my dog in the background. (laughs) You could always hear the dog leash. If you hear the dog leash, that's my dog always trying to run around and sit right next to me. But I got really sick and tired of feeling like a fraud or feeling like people thought of me as this big, huge deal and that I couldn't live up to it or feeling like I had to puff out my chest to be who I wanted to be or something weird like that. It was this energy of trying to prove myself. And the first conversation that I had was last week when I went for coffee with someone who actually followed me on Instagram and wanted to connect. And I was like, of course, let's do it. Let's connect. Something in my heart was, was really pulling me to go and have coffee with this person. So I was like, of course, of course, let's do it. So we go for coffee and we got into this really beautiful conversation about his most recent travels. And he was just sharing with me how it was just such a simple life. It wasn't, I need to hit this goal. I need to be this way. It was, you did whatever you did as a job. And then you would just go do the job and then not have any expectation on you. Right. And obviously I'm butchering this. I'm putting this in the words of Danny, but it was such a beautiful conversation. And we talked about it for quite a long time about how there's these expectations or we're always shooting for the bigger job or we're always shooting for the better title or we're always shooting for the flashier brand or whatever. We're always shooting for something when really he had this really amazing example and it really spoke to me. So I'm going to share with you guys. And he was saying how the garbage man and the president have two very different jobs. But if the president doesn't show up, the country falls apart. If the garbage man doesn't show up, the whole city is filled and littered with garbage. But think of it this way. In your industry, whatever you're doing, your job is really fucking important. Not your brand, not who you are, not how much money you make, not the followers that you have, whatever. The job that you facilitate for people in whatever way, shape, or form, whether it's an energetic awakening or whether it's their own financial results or whether it's inspiring the masses or whether it's helping people with confidence or energy or like nutrition or whatever. Your job is so important that if you show, don't show up that day for your content, you don't show up that day to share your work. You don't show up that day to do the work that you're here to do. The people that you're going to help don't get help. Just how the garbage doesn't get taken out. The world doesn't get led. Your job is so important. Does that mean it's more important or less important than someone else's? No. And that's where we get into this place of needing to prove ourselves, needing to compare ourselves because we want so badly to either be better than someone or to deem ourselves not good enough. And it's the energy of puffing out your chest or shying away. 
And I talk about this a lot. So if you're not following me on Facebook, if you don't watch my Facebook lives, if you aren't in my Facebook group, please feel free to join us and continue the conversation there. But I talk about this a lot of this energy of shyness. Shyness isn't a determining factor of who you are because you're not shy 110% of the time. There's even the most shy person in the history of the planet will have moments of feeling bold, whether that's walking outside or whether that's saying hi to someone or whether that's wearing a lipstick a day or whether that's putting on your shoes that might be heels one day or like something, whatever that is for you. But it might be going and speaking to their significant other and being very vulnerable with their emotions or something. There are moments of bravery and boldness. And shy is just this feeling of an energy, right? It's just this feeling of needing to hold back, this feeling of insecurity, this feeling of not knowing, this feeling, this energy and feeling of, well, maybe I'm not good enough or whatever that is. But shyness is just an energy. You can feel it in your body. You can see it in people's energies. You can see it in their bodies. You can see it in the way that they speak. You can feel it in the way that you speak. You can feel it in the way you hold tension in your body. You can feel it in the way you hold tension in your voice. It is so apparent. It is a feeling. Just like if I said, be angry. Just like if I said, be sad. Just if I said, be happy. All those different energies, you can feel them. You can hear them. You can sense them. You can really see them physically on people's bodies. Same with shyness and same with confidence and confidence. If I said, be confident, you would pull back your shoulders. You would push your chest out a little bit and you would walk with, I call it, um, like the gym rat look <laughs> like you're like, Hey, Hey, where's the beach? It's, it's, it's over there. Right. And you probably like visually kind of see like puffing out your chest, like shoulders really far back, like kind of like talking this intimidating, like, Hey, 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 like voice or whatever. That's just what I picture it for myself, but it's really this energy of trying to push your, your chest out. When you think of the energy of confidence, not when you're actually physically confident, we're going to talk about that in a second, but you have this energy of confidence. You exude confidence, but it's really this like puffing out your chest, trying to be bigger than what you are, right? You're trying to be confident because confidence is just an energy. When you actually fully embody and fully ground down into confidence and knowing your worth and knowing who you are, comparison dissolves. Like you stop looking at what everyone else is doing in a way of comparison. The contrast becomes just this contrast that you shrug off. Someone cuts you off on the road. You're like, huh? Okay. It doesn't define who you are. It doesn't say anything about your driving. It doesn't say anything about who you are as a person. And when we are in this energy of either puffing out our chest or pulling back into shyness, we start to see things as personal, right? Because we don't have the energetic capacity to really be grounded in who we are. And I talk about two things always in my coaching. One is knowing your shit and knowing who you are. And the first one is just knowing your worth and knowing what you're good at and knowing your skills and just really that essence of self-discovery and showing up boldly in knowing who you are and knowing what you're capable of, right? And that's the knowing, knowing your shit and knowing who you are. And when you're in that space of knowing your shit and knowing who you are, things don't phase you and comparison completely dissolves because you're not looking at the garbage man as, oh, well, like, look, I have a better job than them. Like whatever. My brother personally drives trucks for waste management and not one moment was I, oh, so you're a garbage man. 
Like, no, never, ever, ever. I'm like, oh, that's really cool that you found a job that pays you a really well wage that you love doing. Like, amazing. I'm so happy for you. And that's the moment where you start being really happy for people and you start seeing people's accomplishments not as an attack on what you have going on in your life, but truly from a lens of being an outsider and being totally freely okay with what you have going on, with who you are, with what you're capable of and not feeling this need to prove yourself. You've probably felt this when you are scrolling through Instagram and you're searching really, really hard for a goal or you're struggling to sign the clients. And then you see a post that says, I just signed five clients and you have this twit, twitch of jealousy, right? Or this really deep envy or this rooted resentment or something comes up where you're like for an instant, even if it's a second, you feel not good enough. You feel like that now you have to compare yourself to that person. And like I said, I was so sick of waiting for the money, waiting for the people, waiting for the clients, everyone else to validate me that I got really serious about my own self-worth and I got really serious about my own self-esteem and I got really serious about what I was capable of in this world and knowing myself and knowing my shit. And that's why I teach about this now, right? And I want to bring that to the second conversation that I had in the past couple weeks, right? In the past week or so, right? Last few days. And, um, this is all very different timelines, but I'm like so bad with, um, personally, I'm so bad at talking about timelines. So yeah, I'm like, Oh yeah, the other day. And it was like a week ago or I'll be like, yeah, last week. And it was like yesterday. Um, I'm very thankful to fill my days very full with things that I love doing. So I completely can't keep track of what day was what, right? But anyways, so it was Pride Day, so it was Sunday, and we had just, me and my friend, come back from the Pride Parade, and um, I was in it. I got to be in a float, and Harvey the Hound, who is a hockey uh, mascot for us, for the Calgary Flames, if you didn't know where I live, now you do, Um, the Calgary Flames, and he's a mascot, and I've loved him since I was little. I love mascots. I understand, as an adult, that they are people inside animal costumes, but I love them. I don't know. I, I keep the magic alive. Like when I was walking Disneyland and I saw Mickey Mouse, I lost it. Or Disney World, sorry, Disney World. But I lost it. I, I was like, oh my God, that is Mickey Mouse. Like I understand my adult brain makes the distinction, but the child in me and my heart and soul is like, that is Mickey Mouse. Oh my God, he's famous, right? Anyways, when it could just be this guy inside whose name is like Joe and just like no one knows who he is, but he's Mickey to me, right? (laughs) So anyways, that was an amazing day. It was so just filled with such wonderment and amazingness. And even the fact that I was in the parade, if you would have told me five years ago that I was in the parade, I would have been like, yes, I love parades. What an amazing opportunity. But being on that float and standing at the front of that float, there was people who were sitting on the track and people who were biking on the back of it. It was really amazing. If you didn't see it, you can go look at videos on my Facebook page, but it was so fun and exciting. And so there was a couple moments where people kind of left the front of the float and I just stood there on this like platform by myself while everyone was biking in the back and everything's loud and stuff like that. And before I would have kind of created this energy of shyness because there was no one else with me. And instead I was like, what a beautiful opportunity. Cause that energy still came up 
It's not like you become invincible to normal human emotions, but you are able to identify them and shift them very quickly. So I felt that shyness come up and I instantly just wanted to like go hide or go sit at the back of the truck or go do something else or go run to the back to be like, I'm not alone. There's other people here. And instead I just owned it. I was like, oh, now I have space to dance. I was the woo queen. I just wooed a lot. It was really fun. I had a little pom-pom that I was like spinning around and stuff. It was just so fun. And I saw so many people in the crowd who I knew and it was just amazing and just an amazing opportunity. And it was just so powerful to just sit there and be like, yes, like even if I'm alone at the front of this float, I will own the fuck out of who I am and show up Raleigh as who I am as Danielle. (laughs) So it was magical. But after that, I went for drinks with a friend of mine, one of my oldest friends from high school. And we went walking by the river and we were walking. And of course this happens to me a lot, but I almost walked into someone's picture, right? Because of course I'm looking straight ahead. I always just like, I'm off in my own little bubble of Danielle's world. And my friend was like, Hey, like come back for a second. I'm like, Oh, sorry. And the man was taking a picture of his wife and he apologized. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. This is just going to take a second. And I said right away, I was like, oh, no worries. And my friend who we always say this, but yeah, we got nothing but time. Like we're fine. Like we got nothing but time. And he just stopped and it stopped him right in his tracks. And he was like, what are you guys? Cause obviously our age and stuff like that. He just looked at us and he said like, what are you talking about? You've got, ain't got like all you've got is time and all that stuff. And it was so funny because we just stopped and all of a sudden we were in a conversation and he was talking about millennials and we were sharing our opinions. Like I was definitely going hard. I have a lot of opinions on millennials. (laughs) We don't have a generational gap. We have a communication gap and that's what I'm working to fill y'all. Like that's one of my life's missions is because you never have a gap. You just have a communication gap and hit me up if you ever want to talk through that. Cause I could go on for decades about that. Cause I love talking about that, but We were just talking about how like, well, I was talking about how millennials, like we just have to learn how to communicate better, right? With all generations, like if there's not a generational gap, right? People are like, millennials are this, this, this. And I strongly believe, I'm going to only briefly touch on this. Like I said, I could just really get into it. I'm very passionate about it. But for me, it's like millennials want the bigger picture and I'm a millennial and I want the bigger picture. We are birthed into this world where we are told, guess what? The world is falling apart and the world is ending and all these terrible things are happening and we need to fix it. And so millennials say, okay, let's fix it. Let's do it. What can we do? Let's, let's look at the bigger picture. And it's not that we don't care about jobs or anything like that. It's that we want to know the bigger picture. So we actively look and seek out companies that are contributing to the larger picture, right? And we want to be a part of a company that's on a bigger picture like scenario. For me, I've always worked for companies that are very, very inclusive, not only in the theater world, but also within my makeup artistry world, right? And I always worked for companies that were like all races, all ages, all sexes. And if you know what that credo is from, you know where I used to work (laughs) for like four years of my life. But who I was a product specialist for, but those companies that are like all races, all ages, all sexes, they are very, very heavily involved in, um, really opening up 
the world to inclusivity. They want to help the world. They want to donate their fu- their funds somewhere. They care about their employees very deeply. They want um, the worth ec- the work ethic to be part of a bigger vision. And for me personally, it has been time and time again when I find myself getting into my head about business as entrepreneurs, um, which is very easy to do. I go back into well, what is the bigger picture? What is the bigger vision? And is it is my goal to actively include my team in everything so that they feel like they're part of something bigger because DanielleDriso.com or whatever, me, my personal brand, is not just a brand to me. It is a fucking mission. It is the mission to help people really own who they are and love who they are so deeply, especially as light workers, entrepreneurs, artists, everything so deeply that they can help heal the world on a very big scale and be not afraid to share their beliefs and speak up about who they are and speak about what they believe in and really change the face of the world. And that is my mission. And it sounds huge for one person. And that's where it can get very overwhelming. But I need to remind myself consistently, and I hope you do too, that I have a team that can support me in that bigger vision. And this is why a lot of people will say things about millennials about how, oh, they don't care about this. They don't care about this. And it's like not that. It's that we care too much. And when we feel like we can't connect to something bigger, we want to numb out because we don't feel valuable. And if you are totally agreeing with this and let me know, email the show, message me on social media. Let me know that you freaking love this. Tag me in it. Um, and yeah, I would love to know who else is on this with me, right? Who else is on this? But that's as a leadership coach, as a voice specialist, I talk so much about speaking your beliefs. I talk so much about being who you are. And I talk so much about leading with purpose. And that's why it's so deeply embedded in what I feel, right? And so we're talking about talking about this with this guy. And we were just having this beautiful conversation. Not only were we talking about leadership, he was talking about Simon Sinek, who I love too. I love some of Simon Sinek's work and speeches and all that stuff. Um, and that's how we got on the whole thing with millennials, <laughs> but we were just talking back and forth and we were talking about what I do for a living. We were talking about what my friend does for a living. We were talking about what they do. We were talking about, um, who they like, how they met. We talked about everything and it was so beautiful. It was such an amazing conversation. By the end of it, the wife Googled me and I was like, listen to my podcast. <laughs> so if you're listening, I told you <laughs> because what I said to them that really struck a chord with the husband was that I said one conversation, people are so scared of communication, so scared of connection. But I said, one conversation can change and impact thousands of lives. It can change everything in someone's life. It can change everything in like the grand scheme of the world. One conversation, one conversation, conversation can change everything, everything. And it's so powerful. And he was like, where did you get that belief? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was just bored. Like, I think I said, I came out of the womb spirit fingers first, because I've just always had this deep knowing that life is supposed to be magic, which is why obviously I'm doing the work that I do. And people want to work with me because they not only want what I have to offer, but they also deep, like when people work with me privately, they get access to my brain, my beliefs and who I am and my energy. And that's why it's so important to own who you are because people will pay you to be a part of your beliefs, to be a part of who you are. Like think of everyone that you follow, all the brands that you buy from everything. There's a reason why you want to be a part of it. And normally it's because they have the same values, beliefs, or 
they have this energy that you desire to tap into, right? Just how Chanel has an energy to it. Valentino has an energy to it. Lush Cosmetics. Um, I don't know if you guys have that in your country where you're listening from because we have people all over the world, but it's handmade products, right? And homemade products that are in this store that you can buy. And I actually just bought a face wash from them and I love it so much, but it's those things that there's a reason why we buy from who we buy from. And there's a reason why we invest in what we want to invest in, right? And that is so deeply connected to who we are as people. So anyways, we're talking about that. And I was talking about how it can impact people's lives. And it's so funny. So that's why I said, if you're listening to this, I told you I was going to put it on the podcast because it's so good. (laughs) It was such a good conversation. But I was thinking back to the reason why I brought that up in this episode was in high school, I remember walking into university. And if you're here, this might really resonate with you. But I remember walking into university, coming out of high school, thinking, I don't need any new friends. I don't. And I embodied this energy of shyness. I was very reluctant, even though I love being a social butterfly. I go to events. I love events. I love themes. I love themed events. I love talking to people. I love new humans. I love connection. I love collaboration. Connection collaborations are actually two main um, cornerstones of my business and how I serve my clients. But it's just so powerful. Like, I love it. I love going and hanging out with people. So for me to really develop this energy of shyness and not wanting to talk to people and really feeling shy to go to events by myself because I didn't want to make new friends or go into classes that no one else was in, I would just be so shy. And it is because I had this giant shield of I don't want to get hurt because I didn't feel secure in who I was. For me, high school was years of me trying to prove my worth, trying to adjust myself so that I didn't have to deal with bullying, for me to adjust myself so I didn't have to be the odd one out, for me to try to adjust myself so that I can fit into certain cliques. And I was friends with everyone in high school, but I was acquaintances with everyone. I had a very specific friends group that I had deep connections with, but everyone else were acquaintances. And so for me, thinking, I don't want any more friends was, I don't want any more acquaintances. I don't want to have to prove who I am for people to like me. Like, I was just done with it. I'm like, I'm cool with my six friends who I hang out with all the time. Like, I don't want any new friends. And it's so funny to me that I was thinking about that because number one, it goes against everything about who I am as a person because I love human connection. But also... It's because I was so insecure. It was because I felt so detached from what it meant to be loved. I felt that I had to earn love. I felt that I had to earn people's affection. I felt that I had to earn people's acceptance instead of just showing up as me and finding my people. I was like actively trying to make everyone my person so that I didn't feel left out. And what happened? I felt detached as fuck. I felt very protective of who I was because I didn't know who I was. It was this weird sense of if anyone said anything to me, it would crush my world if it was mean. And I took a theater degree, guys. Like you go into class and you put your heart on the floor and then you're like, go ahead, critique it. Like (laughs) that's pretty much what an acting degree is, but in the most beautiful way, but also can be very damaging if you are not owning who you are as an artist, as a creator. If you're not, I know who I am and I know my shit and I'm open to feedback. If you're coming into that space from a place of please, dear God, validate me, 
and you might be in this space in any point in your life or any area of your life. But if you come in from this place of, oh, dear God, please validate me, it becomes problematic and very damaging when people give you constructive criticism because you feel like it is personal. You feel like this person is going to di- like directly break me down instead of taking it as this, I'm really amazing at what I do and I would love to get better type of vibe, right? And so obviously I blew up these beliefs within university because my university degree and the whole department was like a big, huge family. So obviously I made lifelong friends. I felt so deeply supported because I opened up more and more and more to who I was. And even after university, this has been my life's work. I always say like full expression is not a sales system. I'm not teaching you just to be fully expressed, just to make money. I'm teaching you how to be fully expressed. So you have the emotional freedom to be yourself, make money and make an impact because when you don't have emotional freedom, what do you do? You shy away. You feel like everything is crushing down on you. You feel comparison. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like your whole world is consumed with you being hyper aware of how you speak, how you act, what you're saying on the internet, how you're showing up with your audience, all that stuff. It's like your brand becomes you being hyper aware of every single moment instead of just rawly embodying who you are and allowing things to be a full expression of that brand, of that who you are, right? Because your brand is just part of who you are. And if you are feeling shy or held back or something like that, you're going to feel like how I said in the beginning of the episode, you're going to feel like an imposter. And this is what I love. I, I don't write a script for my episodes. I normally have a title in mind and literally just riff on it. Like I just talk about whatever comes to my mind or whatever comes to my head. And that's why I love these podcasts because it's definitely just like a diary of inspiration. And I'm just here and I just show up and I plug in my mic and I just talk and I hope that things impact you. And I hope things are very powerful for you when I speak this onto this platform And I love getting messages from you guys. And I love when you guys tag me on Instagram or on social media saying that you're listening. And I love when you guys give me feedback on how certain episodes have just really changed your life and rocked your world. And that's means everything for me, but really it's just me showing up and sharing with you so it can impact you on a deep level because you're listening to me while you're doing your laundry. You're listening to me while you're in the bathtub, you're listening to me while you're, you're driving, right? It's, I'm in the background of your life. So it's my job to show up fully expressed in who I am so that you can show up fully expressed in every area of your life. Right. But that's why it's so powerful because I, from high school, I would have never talked to a stranger like that. I would have had such strong anxiety, but doing this work and really now I can connect with anyone anywhere I go. So if I walk into a room, sometimes I still get that energy of shyness, like, Oh, I hope people like me. Right. It's a people pleaser syndrome, right? But sometimes I do show up in that energy of shyness and it takes away from who I am, but it's me actively noticing, okay, I'm walking into a room where I know no one and I feel shy. And now I'm looking around the room and I'm comparing myself to everyone. And now I'm looking around the room and making a really strong argument on why people won't like me. (laughs) I'm, I'm here like obsessing in my brain of all the reasons why everyone is better than me and no one wants to talk to me. When instead of just walking in and saying hi to someone without any type of trying to prove who I am or trying to not prove who I am in some way, shape or form, I can just so openly make friends with anyone and it, I don't do surface level anymore. It's not a part of my life. I don't do acquaintances anymore. 
I'm here to connect on a deep level. And if you've read any of my content or you follow me on any social media, you know that, right? You know that you can feel it. Even on this podcast, you can feel it. And it's just so powerful when you show up fully expressed in who you are, the type of people that you attract, like walking in the park and having someone show up for you like that, that just instant connection. You just get to talk about the things that you love to talk about. And that's why I love working privately with people because it's just that energy. It's the energy where you get to connect with that person and you get to talk about what you desire to talk about, right? And what you're passionate about, what you can help them with. And that's the energy that you need to tap into is that really fully, deeply owning who you are and then being able to express outward and make those connections with others, right? And that's where you get to feel fully expressed and free emotionally, energetically, physically to be yourself, right? And so that is all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. That longer episode. I hope you loved it. I hope you love, love, loved it. And if you need help with this, if you need help with exactly that, really like centering in, or if you feel like an imposter, or you feel like there's a part of you that is disconnected, or you just wish that you could embody that, that full expression without any limitations or self-inflicted like expectations of who you need to be. If you're ready to blow that up and you're done with, like I said, dealing with trying to look outside yourself to be validated and you're ready to own who you are and truly step into the power of who you are, then email me at danny at daniellejeruso.com and you should be able to just email the show or direct message me at Danny Jeruso on Instagram or whatever way you want to contact me. Get at me because I am opening up six spots And I want to open up an opportunity for you to snag one of those spots for private coaching with me. That means a year of doing this work, a year of doing this work in depth with me, access to my brain, access to my energy, access to my beliefs, access to me all the time and really owning and grounding into who you get to be and who you are inside and allowing that to be a full expression in every area of your life and business. If this calls to you, if you're like, F yes, Danielle, sign me up then you need to go ahead and message me right now, right now, (laughs) right? And we can discuss further options for that for you, right? It's a year-long commitment. And if that scares you right now, me saying it's a year-long commitment and you have a weird thing about a year, I would ask yourself, are you in this for the long haul? Because for me, a year is like a blink of an eye. Think about how quickly 2018 went by. Are you still in the same place that you were at the beginning of the year, still wishing and hoping for a miracle? If that's you, I'm ready to support you. You do not need to do this alone and stop trying to do it alone because when you do it alone, you cut yourself off, not only from your own intuition, because I'm not saying go binge watch every single human being's stuff and try to take that on as yours. I'm talking about really deciding that you're not going to do this alone and opening up yourself to collaboration, connection, and divine inspiration, right? Because when you're saying, I'm going to do this alone, I'm going to rely on my own power, you are cutting yourself off from so many resources that can help support you in this, right? And that's when you normally stay at the same spot for long periods of time because you are not open for the inspiration to come in, right? I had a voice teacher who shared this with me and it's really powerful. But if I tell you to take take a really deep breath and if you go 
and you take that really deep breath. And when you're taking that deep breath and you're holding your stomach in and you're holding your chest out and you're trying to breathe from your lungs, you actually, you fill your lungs with air, but then your diaphragm drops, your belly opens and your organs kind of move aside so that your lungs can fill with the most air that it can. So you can get oxygen to every single area of your body, right? That's science. Yay. Science rules, right? Bill Nye science guys, science rules. But if I tell you to take a deep breath and you hold in your stomach and all that stuff, you are actually not allowing a lot of air to get into your lungs. But if I'm just like, take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out instead of me saying, take a deep breath. And, and you like trying to force it. If you just like deeply breathe into your belly then your lungs get to fill with all this air and then more blood gets to pump to every single air of your body. And I won't go too deeply into it, but then you have access to all these different other parts of yourself and your memories and all this stuff because it's all stored in your body. Your body is the most amazing recording system. And when you allow yourself to truly breathe into your body, you have access to memories that you don't even know that you had that can hold the gifts of what you're looking for. But when you take that deep breath within your life and you stop trying to rely just on that tiny little breath of air and holding everything so tightly and you open yourself up, and this is where people talk about surrendering, when you open yourself up to more concepts and more beliefs and more human beings and more resources, you become so resourceful that nothing can stop you. Instead of allowing your ego, your insecurities and everything to hold you down, you become the victor of your own story. You become the hero of your own vision. You become this incredible creature who has access to divine inspiration to everyone in the world supporting her, to her or him or them. Or, But you have all this access to an entire world of support, cosmically and physically. So why would you cut yourself off from that, right? Think about it that way. But if you want to spend a year really diving deep into this work and I'm for realsies right now with you. I only have six spots. Once they're gone, they're gone for the entire year. Message me. Let's chat this through. I'm not here to try to convince you that this is right for you. You know, in your gut, if this is right for you or not, and I will only be there to help support and facilitate a really intentional decision on if this is a perfect fit for you or not, because I'm going to be really open. If it's not a perfect fit, I've had people apply who weren't perfect fits and I've said no, right? Or we've come to the conclusion together that no, this isn't a perfect fit. So don't feel pressured. But if you want this, it's time for you to go and make it happen, right? If this is a connection to you and you love listening to me and you binge watch all my stuff and you have me in the background of your life and you're like, you know what? I want to work on this right now. And I know in my heart, this is my next step. Then message me. You can't fuck it up. You can't, you actually cannot fuck it up. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. I love you guys so much kick ass, take names, change the world. And thank you so much for your support. I read all your reviews. I read all your messages. I respond to all of them. You know this, if you've messaged me and I am just so thankful to have you guys in my corner, helping support this message. So if you feel called, please share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your coaches, share it with your loved ones, whoever you feel could hear this right now and really that it could impact their life. Cause like I said, One single conversation, one single moment, one single thing that one person said can change your entire world. So breathe into that and love it. And don't be afraid to share who you are because you could be that one person that impacts thousands and thousands of lives from one thing that you said. 
that was deeply intrinsically like a belief that was in your heart. So go share you. Okay. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love and unfiltered voice. Then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues. Okay. So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.